When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Shout out to my listeners. Shout out to my followers. And if you are a new listener at the end of the show, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. And make sure you stream all my music on all the streaming platforms. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. You name it, it's up there, I'm up there, get me the stream so I can at least buy myself something decent one day. Ladies and gentlemen, you know how it is when we get to interview people, it's always about someone who has a story, and you know I like to dig deep into these stories, I want to get into their mind, I want to get into their heart, especially when it's a music artist, like as a fellow artist myself, I know everyone has a story to tell. There's a reason why we get into this music, there's a reason why we write the lyrics that we write. Everyone's not doing it for attention. Everybody's not doing it for the fame. A lot of people are doing it because they have a story to tell. And we're about to dig deep into this artist today and figure out what is his story. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Tony Parker Jr. How you doing, everybody? How you doing, everybody? What's up, T? How are you, Tony? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm blessed. Yeah, that's what I love to hear. That's what I love to hear. So, we're going to just jump right in. You know, I like to get in everybody's business. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because I always try to find out what makes somebody unique. Why do they do the things they do, say the things they say, and act the way they act, you know? Yes. Everybody has a story. Yes. And with me doing my research on you, you have an interesting story that I feel the world needs to hear. So, I need you to take us back to the beginning. The moment before you picked up the pen and pad. Oh, man. I was, I was, I was a little church boy, man. I, I started off at the church. And, and, and actually, before that, it was me and my brother. We started off as the Shockmasters. And, you know, I don't know if anybody ever did this, but we started off in the hallway with a, with a tape recorder where you can press play and record at the same time. I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when we had somebody beatboxing, you know, in a corner of the hallway to make it you know, sound good, a little echo, and we just started freestyling. And I'm going to be honest, I actually started writing uh, verses for people, you know, for the little guy that was in the group. It was like four of us. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started, started, started writing, and it, it went from there. Listen to L, L, that, that's what really, really really maybe really want to be a writer listen to him and i took it from there okay <laughs> okay so it was a music artist who inspired you to become an artist <laughs> yeah pretty much okay but then i noticed that you said something that a lot of us a little older people <laughs> have in common which is growing up doing music, whether it is playing the drums or playing piano or singing in the choir at the church, right? I did all that. Yes. I did that too. So that, that played a big part of it too as well. You know, uh, learning how to play the drums. You know, in school I played in the marching band. Uh, I played uh, for the jazz band, you know, the whole set drums. So that, that played a pretty much big part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nah. Gave me a feel of music, you know. You know, the reason why I say that because you know, still have some artists that's particularly with just a certain way of music. Like you would send somebody a beat, they'd be like, "No, I can't do that beat." But you send me a beat, I'd be like, "Oh, give me a few days, let me listen to it. I got you." Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the difference. Okay. You know what I noticed, too? Speaking to you right now, I noticed that when um, some of us (laughs) 
when we used to tell our story, we always like, you know, it all started out the same growing up in the church, growing up in the church. But I noticed uh, nowadays, I haven't heard not one new artist <laughs> say that. You notice that? Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, it's see, like everybody got to be streets. You know, it's you can be you. You don't have to be streets to be an artist or a good set of artists. Man, you can come from the church. You can come from anywhere and be a platinum selling artist. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's what it is today. You know, you got to be so streets. You got to be this. You got to be that. No, you don't. You just got to be a, a artist that write dope songs. That write music that people want to hear. Absolutely, absolutely. So, won't you tell our listeners um, some of the message behind the music that you create? Oh man, I, 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 I'm a people pleaser, man. You know, <laughs> I, I try to create everything, and to all the people that's listening, anything you hear from Tony Parker, I wrote it. As far as, as the R and B, the hooks, the verses, I wrote it all. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's what I, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be the first artist to that come out that wrote his whole album. Including the R and B, and you know, so it, my music come from, you know, like I say, I, I like to please people. So when I write songs, I try to think about, you know, what would the people take to this song, or what words would these I see people saying, you know, or chatting or using them in their punchlines that when they talk to people, you know, they play. It's a lot of things come to me when I write music. I think commercials, I think movies, where how far the song can taking me you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. but that's how i write that's how i write the song. I, I think about how far it can take me and i, I think about what the people like to hear yeah you know people, i write a song you'd be like oh man that's dope but is it dope to you or is it dope to the people mm-hmm. you know what I mean? because the people's worried about the music in degree let me tell you why a lot of people, of course, we make the music for the people because the people are the consumers, right? They're the ones who are buying and streaming the music. You agree? I agree. But at the same time, it's all about knowing yourself and knowing your market, too. Because if, like me personally, as an entertainer or a music artist, if I was writing for the people, the question is, who are the people that you're writing to and for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I try to write to I try to write to you know for all people. You know, cause you know, like some people just think hood. You know, they just want to be well. That ain't me. So I would just stay here. I don't just want to stay here. You know what I mean? So that's why I say for the people, I want to write for everybody. I mean, cause everybody listens to music. You know what I mean? So it ain't just you know just black folks that just listen to. Music, you got. It's not pretty much, you know, transcending. It's being, I'm being me, and I'm, and I'm writing what I love to write, but I'm just giving the people what they want to hear. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's all about finding that balance. I just want to make sure we find that balance because, um, yeah. once again, like even with there's people out here who like turn up music trap music, twerk music. And if that's what the people want to hear, does that mean we have to do it? Or we can just give them our natural talent and then adjust it enough for them to receive it properly. Oh, you, you give them natural talent. Make natural sense. talent. Natural talent. You know, that, that's, that's what about the music today. You know, I don't dislike the music today, but they all sound the same. So I'm trying to stare away from that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to continue to be me and, and the creative music that I write. You know, and not try to be like everybody else. You know, you know, it seems like that's what a lot of people do. Because if it works for that one person, that don't mean it's going to work for you. So I try to do what I know it works for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you said you grew up in a church playing different instruments. You're writing, you're singing, and you're rapping, right? And then you say you write for the people. But before you wrote for the people growing up, you had to write the music for yourself, correct? Yeah, I started off with trap music. You did? Yes. Wow. I started with trap music, but I, I always wanted to, you know, stir my, stir away from it, but I always wanted to be trap, and I wanted to be, you know, that, that lyricist-type guy. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's different, that, you know, like, when I go dress, 
you know, please, I'm going to give you a quick story. I, I did a show, right? And there was this guy, he was an old Gucci. And I was like, wow. I'm like, man, that's tight. But I came in with some simple vans, pink pants, and, you know, a, a little, little jacket. I had all the attention, but I wasn't trying to, but I was. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the different was, yeah, he had on Gucci, but I was in pink, I was in blue, I was in multicolors, and that's what the people wanted to see. And when I see that, I was like, okay. Because this is what the people want to see now. It was like, turn around, let me see this jacket. Ooh, because, you know, I got it airbrushed. You know, I got some rhinestones on it. And I, at the time, I didn't think that, you know, I'm like, I don't know if people going to like this jacket or not, or they going to like this style, but they loved it. So I was like, okay. They they love the difference because you, you stand out. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because if you go to a show, I guarantee you, nine people are going to be dressed the same. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, now artists will be dressed the same, but if you come and you, you know, a little, you, you turned up, but you're a little bit different, you're going to stand out. And my thing is, I want to be seen all day because you're going to hear me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You're going to hear me, but you're going to see me all night too because you're going to pay attention to what I got on because I'm being different for what everybody is rocking, but it's still relevant to us today. You feel me? Okay. So, what is your style when you actually hit the stage? Uh, you know, I, I like I like vans. You know, and I, I like colors. So I try to get the most craziest color, you know, that I can find, and then I snatch up a pair, you know, nice little rock revival pair of jeans, and then I give me a suit jacket, and mm. you know, I I give me a different color. Maybe blue, yellow, and then I had a, a, a guy that do my artwork, and he'll go, I go get it, I go get it brushed, airbrushed with, you know, my name on it, and then I bring it back, and then I take it to someone, and they put, you know, the diamonds on it, the jewels on it, and it stands out. So if you, you know, pay attention to a lot of my shows and a lot of my, you know, events, you'll see that I, I wear these jackets, and mm -hmm. a lot of people love them because they stand out, and it's different. Absolutely. And a lot of people really, really love them jackets. So I, I started wearing them jackets, you know, everywhere, everywhere I was going. Mm -hmm. I was wearing a different jacket, different color, and they was just loving them. You know, it was just like, just loving them. And you know, enough, I say, I ain't trying to outshine nobody. I'm just being me. And my look, you know, I try to be different. And that's what it's about, man. It's about being different, you know. Yep. So I try to be. Staying true to you no matter what. You know, yes. and I get that in front of that you brought up um, airbrush because that was my style when I first started. I used to get all the shirts and the hats to match my name on everything in the different colors. And not because other people was doing it, it was like to be different. I like my stuff to be customized. I like bright colors. Yep. So that's what I did. Yep. You know, you always got to stay true to you no matter what you do. Yes. And I I'm not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Actually, I did a show with uh, the legendary Jeff Red, right? Nice. Jeff Red. I'm sorry. And um, this was crazy. We had on the same colors. <laughs> I had on pink pants. He had on pink pants. I had on a sky blue jacket. He had on a sky blue jacket. And when he went on stage to perform, and he called everybody up on stage, and I was standing right next to him while he was singing all his legendary hits. And he looked at the jacket and seat and, and they put the mic down. And it was like nice jacket, and put the mic back up and started singing again. And I was like, man, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like that. I'm like, man, that just felt so good. Wow. I'm like coming from a legend mm -hmm. to put his mic down during his performance to tell me that's a nice jacket. And he was actually in my dreams video as well. So. Mm -hmm. So, so that's what I mean about being different, man. It stands out. Concert. Uh, no, it, it was it was a, a conference that I went and did in Virginia, and um, I had did a show. And at the time, I had another hot single was called "The Dreams." I mean, that single was so dope. It's a motivational song, and uh, I did that song and I shot the video there as well. And at the time, I didn't even know who the guy was, and I was just walking around asking, you know. It was, Certain celebrities getting lucky, you know. Hey, you want to get in my video? And he was just like, "Yeah." And I, at the time, I didn't know who he was, and he got in the video. And then I still didn't know who he was. I seen his colors when he came out, and I was like, "Wow, man!" I'm like, "I'm like, man, we think alike, you know." 
Come to find out. Wow. On stage, telling me he loved my jacket. <laughs> and we actually got a picture together, too, with them same colors on. So, so that's why I think of, you know, your wardrobe or mm-hmm. how you want to dress. Or you just got to be comfortable with yourself, man. Absolutely. Now, do these bright colors match your personality? Oh, yes. You know, because I'm dark. You know, uh, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm very dark. So I, I try to, you know, bring stuff that stand my complexion out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it also will bring, you know, it bring my energy out too as well. Because, you know, I think I'd be clean when I be, be in them colors, man. You know, <laughs> bring me something out in me. Okay. Okay. So you um, like to stand out. You like to be you. You like the bright colors and match your bright energy. So tell me about the energy that you feel when you're actually on stage performing for the crowds. Oh, man, the, the, the crowd is what gives me my energy. You know what I mean? You, you, you got to play off the crowd to turn up. You know, because if not, you're just going to be sitting there on stage rapping and the crowd just standing there. So you got to figure out a way you know, to tune your crowd in. You got to figure out a way to get your crowd involved, you know, with your song, with your performance to turn up. And once the crowd see your energy, that gives you more energy and the crowd loves it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want, speaking of the crowd, I want you to tell me one of your most memorable performances today. Oh, man. Uh, I must say, uh, it, it, had, it had to be the one, man, I had a couple, I'll say Virginia. Mm-hmm. I'll I say Virginia. Tell me why. You, you know, uh, I first pretty much just kind of got like started back and doing, you know, getting, taking the music real serious. I, you know, I always write, I always been writing, but you know, sometimes when you get, I met a guy named Fence Lee from Dopey Radio. And uh, he loved, you know, the way I write, like, the work, everything I, I, I do as an artist. And he put together this show, you know, Fat Joe uh, DJ was there, uh, Nutso, uh, Keisha Cole brother was there, a bunch of people was there. And uh, I went there, and and they had it where they were saying that there's only one artist is going to get signed, a major deal, mm. today. So I said, you know what? This is my time, you know, because I just started getting back on stage, you know, and I just started trying to figure out a way, you know, to, to draw this crowd, you know, to get him to this motivational song, you know, because these days, you know, some people ain't trying to hear motivational, you know, saying music, but my motivational song is more catchy and it got a catchy hook to it. Mm-hmm. So I know I can get you involved. So once, uh, you know, they call my name to the stage and the first thing my agent said was Tony P put the game in the hearse. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing he said. Yeah. And when he said that, that beat came on, them trumpets came on, them horns came on and, and next thing you know I just got to getting it in with Virginia and I was saying Virginia and I was bringing the crowd in and I was bringing all the people that was there you know because I was kind of scared I'm not lying and this is a true story because when I was there you know, it was other artists up there that was performing, and I was looking at the people that was there that was supposed to be watching these guys perform. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't paying attention, so it was shaking me like, and, I'm, and I was telling my wife, I'm like, you know, ain't none of, none of you know, the A&Rs or, you know, none of the reps really paying attention to the artists, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm paying attention to the artists, and I'm trying to see why, you know, and I'm like, okay. My time coming, I'm going to have to do it. So when they call my name, I just gave them that energy. I brought that crowd in. And next thing you know, I ended up bringing Netso to the crowd. We got it on tape. And uh, he was standing right next to my wife while I was doing my song. And mm-hmm. next to my wife. And he like, I like that. And he was like, I like that energy. And he was like, what he missing? <laughs> you know, he's like, <laughs> what, what all he missing? And, and next thing you know, my, my wife grabbed me off stage and, People want to take pictures of the jacket, and mm-hmm. man, it, it, it was man, it was crazy. So that just right then and there let me know that I, I got what it takes to be an artist. You know, not only an artist, but I got what it takes to survive. You know, in this music business. Yes.
you know, I got the music, you know, that, you know, the people want to hear, mm-hmm. you know, from young to old to middle class. And, you know, so that's what I mean by when I try to say people pleasing, you know, I, I if, if, I, if I can get a 60 year old right now. Because the average, the average kid, not not the average rapper, not doing that. Because right now you got the average people right now that they say, I don't want to hear that. Mm, that bebop music. Right. You know, or what they I think they call it mumble rap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, so, and to be an example, like when I first did my dream song, and I was shopping it, and I was giving it, all ages loved it. From old to middle to young, but I was having a little problem with you know trying to get the young involved. But they end up getting involved because once they felt it, it gave them motivation, mm-hmm. you know, to, to continue to do whatever he was doing. If you want to be an engineer, you football, you want to be an artist, this is this song that's gonna help you get where you need to be. All you gotta do is just apply it and you know saying do it on your own, you know, because. Everybody want to see you do it, but can't nobody see you do it for yourself, you know? Exactly, exactly. So I want to take it back to the moment when you said that. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. You said that it was a competition and whoever wins is going to get a record deal, correct? Yes. And then you stated that the artist that went on before you, you noticed that the A&R wasn't really paying too much attention to him? Yes. So then you went up stage and you brought that energy and then you rocked yes. the house, right? Yes. True okay. story. I just want to make sure I caught that because I'm glad that you said that because even with me, right? Not as an entertainer, but as a host, when I host competitions and showcases, open mics or whatever, especially when there's judges involved or A&Rs, <clears throat> I noticed that a lot of the artists, they're still doing the same thing. None of them is paying attention to the judges. No one's paying attention to what they're listening to, what they're vibing to, what they're paying attention to. All they're doing is waiting for their moment to go on stage, do what they do, most likely gravitate more to the audience or the people that came with them, and then they keep it moving. And I'm just like, if it's a competition, and if the, the, the people who actually are in charge of who wins, you need to be looking at them and noticing what they're paying attention to or why they're not paying attention. Yes, man. When you, it's like when you go to these shows, man, you got you to gotta, you gotta try to mingle a little bit, you know, to get to know people, to get to know your crowd, to get to know, you know, was, you know, so that's what I try to do as well sometimes, you know, I, you know, and that's how you, that's how you meet people. Mm-hmm. Mingle before you go do your thing and, you, you get to find out what people like, you know, and, and, and what their interests are, and and, mm-hmm. and you go from there. You know, that, that's that's how you do it. That's Absolutely. what I do. I, I can for everybody. Absolutely, that's something like I, I love hearing that stuff. You know, and then I tell it's not me downplaying people, but they make it look like it's so easy, but you keep forgetting it's a competition, it's a business. There's certain oh, things you still have to do. <laughs> Oh, it's tough, cause, you, cause especially the lineup, you know, cause you don't know if you're gonna go behind a guy that's gonna super turn up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, this kid went bananas. Yeah. And it was like, I gotta go behind it, you know what I mean? It's like, man, you know what? So you, you know, that's why you gotta be prepared for for stuff like that, you know, man, even though, like you say, it's a competition, so you got to be prepared and ready to go do your thing, man, and like I say, getting that crowd involved is important. Mm-hmm. That's what judges, and that's what people want to see, because if, if they see you can get a crowd involved, then I mean, they know you can sell some records. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, since you say that you make music for the people, right? Because yes. I'd be like, no, I make music for everybody. I want to make music everybody's going to love, everybody's going to enjoy. But sometimes it doesn't always happen like that. Maybe one here, maybe one there. What is one of your songs that's one of those universal songs that young people as well as older people actually enjoy and why? Oh, I, I, got, I, got, a, I got a couple songs. Well, actually, I'm really, I'm really saying my dream song. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really saying my dream song. That, that's, man, I, I'm going to be honest. That song really touches uh, like a lot of people. I had my son coach mm-hmm. literally walked up to me and said, "Hey, 
I just listened to that dream song and I just watched the video. He like, I can't get it out of my head. He like, it's stuck in my head. The guy that I shot part of the video in the store with, he like, I can't get it out of my head. Mm -hmm. video they be like yo the video was dope you know even like certain djs they tell me they're like yo man that dream song is just is actually i made i made charts with that song too i made uh <laughs> i made top 200 and top 150 you know on the global charts with that song as well mm -hmm. so so man yes everybody even, even the people at my job man they they just so I just had, I just used to see people walk around, just walk up to me like, I can't sleep right now. My niece wake up every morning. That was her motivation. Wow. She went famous on motivation. Mm -hmm. So I, I say my dream song. My, well, I, I have another, I don't think nobody really heard, which is a, a, a pretty nice one. It's called I Sent Her in the Ghetto. Mm. And, and you'll think that Somebody young wouldn't take to that song, but my son really loved that song. And when I wrote that song, it's pretty much saying that the prettiest girl that I ever seen, I didn't see her on the TV screen. I didn't see her in Hollywood. I didn't see her in a magazine. I see her right here in the ghetto. In the ghetto. Okay. <laughs> you know. Now with that one, it's kind of obvious where you was going to take it but i'm kind of curious about the dream one like what was about it in the lyrics that gravitated to people oh man it's the, the words you know because it, 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 it comes from the heart you know i've been doing this for a long time man mm -hmm. and when you write words that i can't sleep right now i gotta wake up and turn my dreams to reality Mm. And I'll rest later. I got visions and reality to turn into reality. I mean, you, I mean, you can't go wrong with the words. And I, I took the words and I'm running with it now. And I try to use the words to give it to everybody to use it. You know, and whatever, like I say, whatever you got going on. And, and, and like I say, man, that song is so powerful that the words and and, and and the things that I'm saying, and from this three verses, it's a three. You know, you very hear songs these days with three verses. <laughs> I know everything's like two and a half to three and a half minutes long. Yes. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. so, you know, I, I was kind of surprised that I even actually did three verses. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I said, it's a three verse song. You know, I wrote the whole song, the hook, and everything. And and uh, how that song came around, like I said, I met Finsley, and I sent him another song. That you know, like I said, I stopped doing music for a little bit, but I was always like, right. mm -hmm. uh, what the studio did a song called "Like I'm Killing." You know, like I say, I was trying to get back involved, so I was pleasing. You know, all crowds, and I'm going to tell you another secret about me. I don't like to curse. Me neither. <laughs> you know, I, I might say a few words, but I don't like to curse in none of my songs. You know, I, I like to keep it clean. You I know, noticed that. Trust me. That's, that's more play for you, you know, without nobody beeping, take it out as this more. So I don't like to curse. So uh, I sent uh, Fisley this song, and he hit me back and was like, MP3 me your music. You know, so I mp3 in the music, and then, you know, I just said, hey, you know, I got a couple more songs, and he's like, shit, them to me. So I said, well, this is one song, you know, I think the world needs to hear. Mm -hmm. and so he, he like, sent it to me. So I sent him that song, and on my way to work, I got a text that said, yo, that dream song, mm -hmm. that's the one. He said, that's the one. And that's when I really start to learn more about the music business when I met Fence Lee. And it was all because of the dream song. Wow. Yes, all because of the dream song. So so I did that dream song in New York. Uh, I did it at the Rough Riders Parade. Man, they, man, that song was, I mean, that song was crazy. I mean, I, at, the, at the time when it first came out, you know, I was a little stuck and lost because, like I say, I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. But I'm not giving up. I'm being humble. And I'm being patient because my time coming and so and somebody go bite. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's <laughs> I see now why um your gravity like I I see why 
I'm gravitating to you because one thing is the whole profanity thing. I don't use profanity myself, you know, like in everyday life, which means it's easier for my music to not have it too, clearly, right? Yes. Then I noticed that you said in your dream song that something about dreams turn into reality. And you know, that was um actually one of my slogans to my company. Oh. <laughs> so it's just like everything's like full circle right now. <laughs> And I'm just like, wow. So now that you said that and explaining it, it makes me want to truly hear um, that song. Yes, we're going to get into the, the your single, but this is what I keep telling people. Like, when you really dig deep into the artist or if it's an entrepreneur, before you even get to the product, you know, if you get to know more of them and their story or what behind the scenes it makes you want to be even more eager to know what you got going on. Let me go search you out. Let me go check you out. Let me go hear something real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So now you make me, even if I didn't hear your other music, because of course I did my research, you make me want to even search for more, which means um, you are definitely on the right track. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, what you need some of my music, man. You know, like, like I say, I, I'm, I'm just not learning you know to be the age that i am you'll be like what you just not knowing this you just not knowing that yes and I'm, I'm glad that i'm learning now you know what i mean the right way friends like how i met you i you know i, I learned like you just can't throw your music on people pages no you know you have to get to know people absolutely hey, okay hey you know is it okay that i share my music on your page instead of just throwing it on there ain't nobody gonna say hey, you know people get mad you know because i used to do that people would be like man why you, you throwing your you who's you <laughs> you know, I, I, and i learned that from a guy named benny hurst you know so I try to be a relationship with people first mm -hmm. to get to know them first and let them get to know me first. And then I hit you with my music. And mm -hmm. then once you know me and you hear my music, you be like, wow, man. You be like, yo, hey, man, your music, like, man, you killing it right now. <laughs> you know, so that, that's what I like to do. No, and that's beautiful. And that's where a lot of people have to grow. You know what I'm saying? We can't, I call it the, um, the flyer method, right? Years ago, remember, if you printed up 5,000 flyers, if you passed them out, realistically, maybe 50 people would show up, right? <laughs> so now there's people using that mentality. If I post my link on mad people's pages or in a DM, somebody going to check it out. Somebody's going to click. Somebody's going to listen. So whoever that somebody is, that's just what it is. I'm like, no. You know, even I told artists, if you go to DJ seminars, music seminar, business 101, they tell you if you really want to get your music out there and get it to the masses, to the people who can actually do something with your music, you have to build those personal relationships with them, you know? Yeah. And a lot of them don't do that, you know? Because you got to realize there's so many of us. There's yeah, so many artists like, going after the same crazy. thing. How are you going to stand out? Yes. Yes, man. I, I have so many celebrity friends on my page, man. And that's another thing, too. You gotta, you gotta watch yourself, you know, because you, you know, you never know who's watching you. You know, I'd be looking on my page and I'd be seeing some of these guys that be talking reckless, talking this, talking dumb, and I'm like, ain't nobody finna sign you, bro. <laughs> you know, I'd be saying to myself, bro, ain't nobody finna sign you talking mm -hmm. like that. They're not, they're not finna invest in that. Nope. You know, they want their money back. You know, so how do they expect to get their money back when they see you talking like this live on your, you know, on your page? So I try to be, I try to be legitimate as possible. I try to be clean. I try to do not, you know, I try to be professional with it. Mm -hmm. You know, because they won't, you know, because like I say, if somebody come right now and give me $2 million, trust and believe, they want that $2 million back. Thanks. and reason why they gave you that two million dollars because they believe that you can give them that two million dollars back and then they, some. they know you write dumb stuff on facebook and instagram and dumb pictures and stuff like that you lose it mm -hmm. they don't get it but you got it and that's why you are going to prosper you know what i'm saying and that's what i love so let's get into what's going on 
not now, but briefly. How many projects have you put out there already, and what are you working on now? Well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm working on the album, so this is my second single coming out. You know, like I say, it started out really very slow for me, because, you know, when you really don't know the business, mm-hmm. and you don't know everything that you're supposed to be knowing, it, it begins sometimes to become hard. You know, so, but when you got people that's helping you to do the right thing, mm-hmm. you know, it, it takes a while. So, like I say, when uh when I did the Dream Song, uh, the next single, actually, I, I had it with, with Netso and uh, DeAndre Pyramid from uh, American Idol. Wow. It's, yes, it's called Stand on the Wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did that. And dope single. It's a club single for the ladies. Dope single. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my agent was like, no, hey, that's a dope song, but he like they they want they want they want Tony Parker, you know they want they want Parker because you know you know actually my real name is Dewan Towner. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, so Tony Parker is actually a stage name, mm-hmm. you know. So he like they want Parker, so I'm like okay, you know. So I'm like I say I'm I'm, I'm constantly writing, 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 and and, and I'm sending them songs like man I think it's the one. Hey, anybody like yeah that's cool. And I did this, um, I met a, a guy that do my beats uh, from France named mm-hmm. DJ And he had this beat, and I listened to it. And I, and I, and I wrote the hook because he only had a snippet of it, but I wrote the hook to it already. And so I, I sent them back. I said, hey, man, you think you can uh, send me this beat with two bar? I mean, with two verses, you know, in, in the hook? And he's like, sure. And uh, he sent it. And when I wrote it, I sent it to uh, Fence Lee, and I say, I think this, and he wrote me back, he me back in like two hours, like, Tony Parker, you just did it again, he's like, yo, I just listened to this song like 10 times, <laughs> he's like, one, he's like, this is the one, you did it again, mm-hmm. and he's like, what I was saying, you know, do the song by yourself, because this is what they want to hear. Tony Parker. He like the song you did with Nutso and DeAndre Pierman is dope, and I'm pretty sure it would have sold. Do you first. Let the people hear you first, then come out with the features. Yeah. You know, so, and when I wrote, I win, I wrote pretty much off, I wrote that song coming off the dream song, you know, turning my dreams to reality, so I, I'm feeling like I'm woke. And I'm and I'm making it a reality. So right now I'm winning. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like I'm the I and win. <laughs> you know, because I'm winning right now because I'm learning so much on what to do, what I didn't do last year. Yes. You know. No, I understand. And I guess on that note, and since we are talking about your song "I Win," <clears throat> how about we tease the people a little bit? <laughs> Let's tease them a little bit with this song. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Now, who did you say was on the beat? Uh, DJ Emmy. He's from France. Actually, he's from France. Like, man, I was chasing this guy for like two years. <laughs> yeah? Yes, I was chasing this guy for like two years. I couldn't find him. And, you know, I'm like, man, I'm like, where's this guy? Because he had, like like I say, he had to stand on the wall beat. And I'm like, where's this guy? Couldn't find him, couldn't find him. I'm trying to... And then I finally emailed him. Mm-hmm. And I checked my emails, and he emailed me back. And, and and we've been on a good relationship from here and there. From, man, the guys go. All right. Well, let's let's give the people a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? Let's give them a little something. Okay, Lady, okay. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Parker Jr. and his song, I Win.
originality i embrace artists that are different but i actually embrace original artists that are different that actually have great content you, I do, I, you know i still <laughs> believe in bars yeah you know, I still believe in lines. Mm-hmm. I, that's what music is i you know i grew up you know grew up on old school music and i that's what's in my car right now mm-hmm. you know I, that, that's what, and you know a lot of people get mad at me because I'm finna be honest. I like to listen to a little bit of Eminem because he keep me on my toes. Yeah. You know, he keep me on my toes. Why wouldn't people want to hear that? Yeah, so he keep me on my toes. So, yeah, you know, so I can. So. Okay. So what is the feedback you're getting so far from this song? Oh man, oh man, they loving it, man. They, man, they, they. I love. It. Actually, this one, you know, people like your song when they write you back and they tell you what you said in your song. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's that what that, that let me know that they they listening and they paying attention. You know, I have people write me back. Did you just say you the eye in Switzerland, or did you just say you the eye in this and you the eye in that? And I'm like, and I just look at myself. I said, that's what I like. Because when you just <laughs> saying your song and remember your song. Mm-hmm. How you write music, and that's what I mean by people pleasing. You know, you get people to say things you like. You know, because when I grew up, if, if the asking person normally know your hook, now some people don't even know the verses. They they go off the hook when the hook come on. That's when they start getting ah. But when you get the people to know your verses as well, mm-hmm. along with the hook, you're winning. Absolutely, absolutely. Everybody can get there. <laughs> yeah. 
wins, but yeah, they, they loving the song. They loving the song. Actually, it just got broke uh, yesterday. You know, I had an interview as well on Dopey Radio uh, with Finfly, and uh, he was spinning the song, breaking the song. Uh, they was they was loving it. Kevin Shine was on, on was on on the station. Oh man, they love that song. Mm-hmm. Man, they they loving it so. So now um, it's time to uh, pick off. I got my first show in June, even though I know that's far. But hey, hey, they, they come. yeah. And speaking of um, point of rotation, I know that my crew, the, um, the Fleet DJ, shout out to my DJ Coalition, they would definitely be vibing to that. And you know, we have um, our conference too, um, where artists come to perform. And, you know, parlay with the DJs and stuff. And I always encourage um, artists to do that. You know, you say you want to get in this game. And, yes, when it comes to technology and social media, you know, it's it's a great outlet. It's a phenomenal outlet. You can reach the masses just sitting in your room, which is great. But there's nothing like getting out there and hitting the stage. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's nothing like networking with the right people, getting your music in the right hands. You know, it's a business, but it's certain joys. <laughs> it's true, man. I mean, I, I think I've been in five states. Oh. Uh, I mean, so far, I, I mean, and it, it feels good because, you know, I don't know about other artists. It, it's probably true, but the average artist really don't get no love shown in his hometown. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's real. You get more love shown out of town, and it's true. Yeah, I have gotten that. You know, the majority of my followers and the people that list them is, is from out of town. Mm-hmm. The people that I done went out and networked with, and I done met, I done been in New York twice and performed. They love me in New York, and like my agent said, they waiting to see what you got next, Parker. So... Man, so man, it is man. I love collabing. Actually, uh, I, I I seen you sing a little bit too. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm nosy. I'm nosy. I'm nosy. Um, and, and and I was going, I was going to send you uh, uh later on a, a little snippet of my R&B writing a song that I wrote for a, a female. It's called I'm Gone. And once you hear that song, you're going to be like, that guy's the truth. <laughs> now. Even though it's not about me, but let's have a little quest break. <laughs> no problem. You know, because me as the artist is more of a hip-hop artist, a melodic hip-hop artist. So I harmonize a little bit, but long as the notes ain't too high. <laughs> we can definitely, you know, see a little something-something or even a feature. But I would definitely, it will be an honor and a privilege and a pleasure of doing us all together. I think that'd be kind of dope. I'm, 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 when you hear this song, yeah, listen, the song is crazy. I, when I did, when I did this song, and this, this is another thing I learned too about the music business. Mm-hmm. I have leased the beat, and people keep telling me, "Stop doing that! Stop doing that! Stop doing that!" But I'm like, "It's mine. I pay for it." Mm-hmm. But you know, so I, I leased this, this one beat, dope beat. And uh, I wrote this song, and I went to the studio. Mm-hmm. And guys are looking at me like, "You can, you can, you can sing this song that you wrote for a girl, for a female." I'm like, "Bro, all I need you to do is just cut the mic on and just let me do, do me." <laughs> and when I did the song, and they like looking at me, they like, and then once he, you know, put his ones and twos and sat back and he's like, "Yo." And that's what, and, and this is, and this is like the second time that I got told this going into someone's studio. Mm-hmm. Like, you sound just like a real artist. Mm-hmm. You write like a real artist. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that's special, you know, because, you know, it's like, you know, when you when you try to do this music business and you feel like you don't get no love, you know, it's like the courage. You know, it discourages mm-hmm. you not to want to really do it. But when you have a passion for it, you just keep going. And, you know, like that's I said, really. that's what we need, like the dream song to follow back with the win song. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep moving, you win. Put yourself the eye, you know. Take the eye out and put yourself in there and spell it W, whatever you want, whatever your name is or whoever you want to be in, and put the N on the end of it. Absolutely. You, 
you you're fine. No, I totally get it. And um it's it's like especially as a songwriter, because that's what I'm getting from you that you are a songwriter, you know. You're going to um there are gonna be times when you're gonna be writing songs for guys and songs for females and you know, sometimes you don't always have that that female there to do the reference. You gotta do it yourself. I'm not picky too, cause I'm not, I, 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 it's, I don't know, man. I think I, I'm, I'm just born to do this, cause I did a song once again. I wrote it for a guy, and it's called Sexting, and I actually did this song with Dion Smith, uh, from, from Atlanta, from uh, Oprah Winfrey's Color of Purple. Wow. And uh, I sent the song off to a, a different guy first, and he sent it back to me, and it was totally different from the way I did it. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, I'm like, hey, no. So I had to call him back, like, yo, this ain't the way I sent the song. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh no, man. I'm like, bro, it'd have been cool if you would, if you could have called me and asked me if you could have did that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So he like, well, how you want me to do the song? I say the way I, the way I sent it. Wow. You know, so they had a problem. So I said, okay. You know, so my brother, you know, he's that's my biggest fan. My brother. Mm-hmm. So my brother, you know, he uh he's he stays in Indianapolis and he has this uh this group that he work with kids. And he know, you know, he's a uh he's a sigma, so he know a lot of people. So he say, Hey, I know this guy named Dion Smith. He you know, he playing the color purple, you know, Oprah Winfrey in Atlanta. Sent him the song. I sent that man the song. He did it exactly the same way that I wanted it done. He had no problems with it and when he got the song he called my brother back and said, hey, what your brother just sent me is dope. Wow. And that's what I knew. I said, you know what? That's what I knew I had it. Because I'm like, Cause if he can do it the way I wrote it, I can't even really sing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can harm a little. You know, I can, I, I can get a little bit, but I'm not good. But yeah. I can write the music, you know. So, But, but it, it made me feel good that someone can sing it the way that I wrote it. The way you visioned it. The way I visited, mm-hmm. yep, yep. No, and I'm happy that you found that because even with me, like I'm, I'm a writer too. <laughs> and sometimes when it comes to singers, I be like, "You ain't the one for this." <laughs> but I love it. I'm like, I get it, but you're not. Your tones is not for the vision <laughs> that no, I had. No, I- I, you know, I have to tell people that, you know, because I, I put singers in like three different type categories. You know, and I, I say, you know, I say, hey, Nate Dog, he can blow his butt off, mm-hmm. but he can't sing. Yeah. So I can't give this song to Nate Dog and expect Nate Dog to do this to this song when I know this is not what Nate Dog can do. I have to write something to Nate Dog's voice that I know he's going to, you know, like, man, yo, now nah, I can do that. You know, so that's why I tell people, like, yo, hey, man, bro, this, I can't write that for you because this is not, this won't fit you. Mm-hmm. It's just not your type of voice, you know. You, you know, you, you got the Trey song voice, so you can't do the Nate Dogg song. You might can pull it off, but it's not going to sound you the way You can do the Trey, but you can't do the Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not going to sound right. So leave that step to, you know, my guy. You know, leave, leave that leader. I don't want to keep that. He's going to knock that out. You know, he he mastering it. Mm-hmm. This fit you. Yep. They'll learn one day. <laughs> They'll learn one day. But before we um end this call, because you know it's time flies and you're having fun with T Quest. Okay. Um definitely remind the people who you are, where you're from, and where they can actually find you at to follow you on social media and stuff. Okay, um, you can find me on, I'm, I'm a really big Facebook fan. You know, a lot of people don't know how I like to use it, right? I know how to use it the right way. So you can look me on Facebook. <laughs> you can look at me at, at Tony Parker Music at gmail.com. You can look me up on Instagram. You can go buy the new single today. It just released today. Hey. You can go get it. All outlets, Amazon.com, SoundCloud, YouTube, you can go get it. It's a dope song. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to love it. And that's where you can find Tony Parker. Hey. <laughs> I just want to say it's been an, an honor and a pleasure. And I hope you had fun spending the time yeah. with T-Quest. <laughs> you know, I, 
I have. I, I really appreciate it. Like I say, thank you, you know, for, for hitting me back because, you know, sometimes people do not hit back. And that's why I say once you be in a relationship with people and you, you meet people, you, you, you get to know people, magic happens. It does. Magic. It does. And I feel like since I'm on both sides as an artist and then as on the media and business side, I have a little bit more compassion, but I still don't play, if that makes sense. <laughs> and anybody who knows me, I result everything back to relationships, whether it's business, personal, or whatever. First impressions is everything. The way you present yourself is everything. Now that you got her attention, what you going to do with it? Is she going to walk away or is she going to stay, be intrigued, and want to know more? It's the same thing when you do a presentation in um, the corporate world or whatever. You got their attention. Everyone's sitting there at the boardroom. You got your slideshow. Okay, now they're intrigued by the product and what you're doing. It's time for you to sell it. Now yes. they're going to yay or nay. All of that is up to you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate the ones that come correctly. And then some of them, I'm like, um, no. Like they'll, they'll flood your email, your DM. Mad songs, mad videos, mad links. I'm like, uh, yo, check me out. I'm like, I don't know who taught you that or why you think that is okay, but you're not going to do that with me, you know? And then I'm like, in order for some of them to know, it's up to you to teach them or to school them. Now what they do with it is on them. Yes. You know, they can either gravitate to it or they can get in their feelings. And like a lot of them, they just unfriend me after because they, they don't like what I'm saying to them. And I'm like, you know what? It's okay for you to unfriend me and block me because you're so immature that you're mad that the baby couldn't get a cookie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But did you wash your hands first before you got into the pot? You see what I'm saying? So I'm just like... I think it happened the other day when someone said something. I was like, you know what? That's not really a proper way to speak to someone, especially trying to get their attention, especially if you want them to listen to your music or to, you know what I'm saying? It's better to approach. And one person was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I apologize. Let's start this over. Because there are some people, especially in higher places, which I've learned that if you don't come at them the correct way the first time, they ain't got no time. To check you, to school you, to inform you, or nothing. It going straight to the trash as if you never existed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's real out here. It's real yeah. out here. It's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I just, like I said before, it's been a great pleasure to interview you. I feel like I've learned more about you. I'm excited to explore more about you and i encourage all the listeners to make sure you follow tony parker jr and if you are a real t-quest fan you already know how this goes all you have to do to get the information of any of my guests is what download the t-quest mobile app and all the information is there from their youtube videos to their instagram spotify Facebook, whatever you need to follow them. Because if you enjoyed the interview, if you enjoyed the music, we just ask simple things. Follow us. Click like. Put us in rotation. Everything we're asking of you is free. All you have to do is take the time to do it. I don't think that's asking too much. You know what I'm saying? So... Make sure if you enjoyed this interview and if you enjoyed his music, you want to know more, make sure, like I said, follow, like, subscribe, and stream. It's your girl, T-Quest, and you already know I do. Follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestG11. And like I just said, make sure you download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store, in your App Store for free. Let's get those high stars, those five stars across the board and give me those great reviews. Another thing that don't cost you nothing. You know what I'm saying? 
write a little few words, put a smile on my face. Make sure you put me in that rotation too. And until next time, and if you want to feel generous and you love your girl and you want to treat it to a cup of coffee or lunch, that cash app is always open at TQuest and GLM. Until next time, remember, this show is relatable, informative, yet entertaining. And I'm here for you, but I wouldn't be me without you. I love each and every one of you guys. Stay true to self. Stay humble. Love is love.